Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? <laughs> How's it going, folks? You guys doing all right? It's a new week, right? It's middle of September, man. Time is flying. What's next? October, we got Halloween. November, we got Thanksgiving. December, we got Christmas, my birthday, New Year's, all that good stuff. So now it's kind of like... It's that time of the year where, one, uh, a bunch of companies are reevaluating, right? They're like, okay, next year, who are we going to use for servicing, right? What's our budget going to look like? Um, I know in the auto automotive space, they do that at the end of the year. Uh, a lot of other companies do that at the beginning of the year. And then if you're dealing with any companies who deal with, like, uh, governmental type stuff, they do that around April, why do I know that? I don't know. Um, but yeah, maybe you should be looking at your pricing, right? Uh, getting people signed up, getting people excited for the next year. Maybe sending over some emails like, hey, you know, we're coming to Q4, quarter four of the year. Um, just want to evaluate, you know, what we've done and how we can improve moving into next year, right? Get them on the hook, maybe. I don't know. Anyways. How's your week going, man? My mine has been busy. Mine has been sore. I've been sore, man. I uh I can't believe this is gonna I'm gonna say this. I started this week uh going to uh can I say it? I've been going to uh, uh CrossFit. <clears throat> That's right. That's my dog and he hates it too. Started going to a CrossFit class. <laughs> now, if you know me, you know anything about me, all I've ever done forever is make fun of something like CrossFit. That's all I've done. Oh, you do CrossFit? Ha. <laughs> uh, what's next? You're going to go, uh, and I'd say something, you know, mean that I can't probably say now. But, you know, you got to, whatever, man. Whatever, right? Whatever. Sometimes you got to do stuff. <laughs> no, honestly, I've been, you know, getting, focusing on health and fitness and all that stuff. And, and in the past 10 years, I've always been able to, you know, I've gone up and down and whatever. And I've gotten to like a certain point where I felt okay, right? I'm like, oh, I feel good. I look good. And then I plateau. And I know that there's that extra thing I need to do, but I just don't do it, right? Because I can get by with the minimum. I'll do the minimum, get to where I feel comfortable. And then I look up a year and a half later, and I'm back to where I started because I didn't go over that. I didn't do that next thing, right? I didn't push it. So I said, all right, I'll do the, I'll do the CrossFit. <sighs> And it's 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 a lot, man. I think most most of those places give you like a free two week trial, so that's what I'm doing. I said I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do two weeks. Two weeks. I'm not gonna skip a day, right? I'm not gonna punk out. Two weeks, no matter what, I'm gonna do it. We'll see how I feel, right? If it gets me over the plateau, I'll keep doing it, but not every day. That would be insane. 
Some of those people get up at they like they're in there. The class starts at five fifteen, and they're in there ready when the class starts. Man, I'm not there yet. I don't think I'll ever be there. Right? This is no sleep startup, man. We're up late. We're up late. I'm up late watching Peaky Blinders because it took four years to finally get past the first season. That's what I'm doing up at night, watching Peaky Blinders, right? Anyway, <laughs> uh, hell, man. I, you know, it, also, if you know me, you know I'm a fan of Tim Ferriss, right? Who isn't? I guess you could not be a fan of him because he's very analytical, but... Um, I like the guy, bought all his books, read all his books, get a lot from it. Um, he's got a book called The 4-Hour Body, talks about a diet called the slow-carb diet. It's pretty easy to follow if you can get into a routine. So, been doing that, spent 65 days on that. Um, honestly, I've dropped 38 pounds, it's been pretty cool. Uh, and I was talking about it, because when people see you, when people see you, when they haven't seen you in like, two months and you've been doing your thing right and then they see you and they're like whoa you look amazing it feels good right it feels good that happened the other day and uh the security guard in my building he was like you lost what and he was like he's a bigger guy and he's like man i i do like um fasting and i'll fast for 24 hours and i'm gonna lose any weight i'm like wow man and he was like but i have sleep apnea and Finally, I could afford a machine for my sleep apnea, so I got it yesterday. So hopefully, you know, I'll be able to fast and then sleep better, and then that should help with my weight loss. And I was like, buddy, I don't know, but I do this thing. And I told him about the four-hour body. He was like, I'll check into that. So I bought it. I bought the I bought the book for him. And the next day, I came down and said, Hey, man, I bought that book for you. He was like, What? I couldn't believe it. Uh, that was pretty cool. Sometimes you gotta do stuff like that for people. Sometimes you gotta be a team player for people who aren't on your team. <laughs> I tried to segue into what I wanted to talk about today. Was just, uh, frankly, building a team. Like building a, a squad around you. Squad up. Building a crew around you, right? Building a team. Whether it's a team, right? Whether it's team a team of people you employ whether it's just colleagues and peers that you work with, right? It's still a team. Who do you talk to when you need advice, right? About business, I mean. Not like, hey, <laughs> what? And I did this. Should I wear a baggy or a tighter shirt for CrossFit? Ugh, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Oh, it hurts me to talk about. It hurts me to do. But anyways, um... I, for the longest time, didn't, I wasn't a team guy, okay? Now, let me preface that with, have I worked around teams? Yes. Have I worked with teams? Yes. But did I understand the um, importance of a team? No, I didn't. Why? I don't know. Probably because... um I did well, kind of, you know, putting my head down, 
working. I reach out to people when I needed something here and there, right? But honestly, I always wanted to just have control over what I was doing, right? Quality control, QC. Quality control. And that might stem from, you know, I used to work in warehouses and manufacturing, um, work for a big production company in L.A., there's always quality control. If you messed up anything, that was your butt. You're done. For real. Like, one strike program. So it might have stemmed from that. And as I moved into, you know, owning my own agency, I just kind of, I've just kind of, you know, the buck stops and starts with me. All right? I'm going to be your point of contact. Uh, you're going to talk to me throughout our update meetings. And what happens is, and I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard this, but I just want to talk about it from my experience. And if you've heard it, just skip this one, go to the next one. Um, but things will begin to bottleneck. And when things begin to bottleneck, it doesn't help you, one, mentally, and it definitely doesn't help you business-wise because there's a, there is a thing called overload, right? You get overloaded. Um, you hustle, hustle, hustle to get a deal, get a deal, to get a deal. And now you're sitting with three deadlines on your plate and, you know, anything can happen during that time between signing on the client and delivering what you, what you sold them, right? So that's where a team can come in handy. You know what I mean? Um, asking for help for me has been a real game changer. Asking for help. And it started with kind of like, you know, how do you, uh, asking other people, you know, how do you, you know, deal with client calls? How do you deal with uh, task management? Boom, boom, boom. And when I say ask people, I mean just research. I've researched. That's kind of like asking for help, right? You Google, what's the best task management uh, system and what happens? How many users do you have? Well, it's just me. And they're like, why don't you just use your notes app, you loser? <laughs> why do you need a task management deal when you don't have a team to assign tasks to? That's what I kept getting into. That's what I kept running into. And that makes sense, right? But when you're the, you know, you're the accountant, you're, the, you know, accounts receivable, you're the point of contact, you're the designer, you're the developer, you're the consultant, you're the head marketer, you're the head engineer. When you're all that, why why have a task manager, right? Just clump it all in your email and figure it out, <laughs> right? So having a team is important. Now, how do you even find a team to work with, right? That's hard. That's hard. I'd say you start with like-minded people, right? People who have a common goal, right? And that common goal could be generic. It could be, I want to make more money. Or it could be, you know, more lofty, like eventually I want to, you know, head up a community of entrepreneurs who all work together. Or it could be, I want to, you know, you and I, me and this person both want to start up an agency some at some point. But that the people in your team have to have a common goal, I feel like, Right? Do y'all want to make awesome stuff together so you can showcase it? You want to win awards? 
you want to do work and get paid well for it. <laughs> That's what it boils down to, right? And and also, what do these people have that you don't have? I think I talked about this before. You got to find people who have something you don't have in some capacity, right? Are they more organized than you? Cool. That's a plus. Do they have more experience in the professional world? Awesome. That's a plus, right? Do they have they never done this before? You can offer, you know, you can offer to open the door up to let them in here, but, you know, they're not going to be like your peer on the team. You see what I mean? Um, but I'm saying I'm saying all this cuz I like having people to work with now. There, I said it. I enjoy it. Never thought I would. You know, I was like a self-proclaimed not a people person. I, I love my clients. You know, they know everything about me. I know everything about them. It's personal, cool, cool, cool. But when it comes to opening up and and this might be for you too. And now I'm kind of doing going deeper. We're going deeper. Might be because you have flaws and faults. Maybe your system's faulty. Maybe something that you've set up that, or the way that you do something for work, for your work, isn't up to par with where it should be. And you know that. And you don't want other people to know that, right? You want to give the appearance that you got your shit together. And it's easy for you. Right? Maybe that's why we call ourselves, you know, um, introverts. I don't want to let you in because that's going to expose what's in there. And as long as you're that way, having a team is going to be tough. So when you start, like, how do you start opening up, right? You got, I mean, not, not, let's not talk about that. It's just opening up is important if you want to have a team, if you want to have the support system around you. Because if you start bottlenecking, if things start bottlenecking at you, you're in trouble. All the weight's going to sit on you. Right? This is no sleep starter. You're not going to get any sleep. And if you do, you're going to have crippling anxiety. You're going to wake up thinking about your to-do list. You're going to go to bed thinking about the stuff that you haven't gotten to. You know? That's no way to live. What if... Now, follow me. What if... You were able to partner with some people on a project. Now... You won't make as much money, you might think, but that's not entirely true. Let me talk to you about that, okay? So, the way I started opening up to, you know, work with a team of people, I started with one person here, one person there, right? Maybe two people here. But what I do is, when I was brought into a potential project, I would look at the scope of the project. What all does this person need, Mike, right? Like, what can they benefit from? Say, for instance, there was this one um, arborist company, and they needed an e-commerce solution. So they needed everything. They needed a new website. They needed a new back-end um, inventory system, which, you know, we had to link in uh, some type of payment processing, um, shipping, um, UPS, postal, you know, USPS, all this stuff. They needed social media marketing. They needed the full gambit. Why did they need this? Because some 
somebody sold them a $20,000 server and told them they needed that server in their facility in order for their website to stay up. I'm not joking. So they did that, and then the people built this terrible website for them, and nothing worked. And they had a $20,000 server sitting in their place that they didn't know how to turn on or turn off. That's what happens sometimes, man. Isn't it crazy? So anyways, this is a big project, right? Have I done e-commerce? Yes. Do I like doing it? Absolutely not. I hate e-commerce. I hate it with a passion. I hate setting it up, I mean. From the inventory to like put in, you know, the explanation of here's how you put in product products. Here's how you want to make sure you minimize the size of, you know, you compress the image size so it doesn't weigh down your back end. And of course, anytime someone has e-commerce, they want to, you know, give discounts to people. So here's a way you set up discounting. It's a whole lot. It's a lot. And I don't want to do it. For the most part, I want to design the site. I want to do the marketing for it. And do your consulting, right? That's what I want to do. Building the back end is crazy. So what do I do? I sat down with them. I said, okay, you, you have a lot that needs to be done here if you want it to be, you know, in competition with your, with the elite in this industry. So what I'll do is I'm going to come up with a proposal. Mind you, that proposal is going to have um, several different categories. In each category, I'm going to bring in someone that I know um, because, yes, I can do this for you, but I would rather have them do it in tandem with me. That way we can get the job done quicker. Ooh, how does that sound? Does that sound good? Not only are you able to bring someone in, but you're able to assure them that you're going to pay a little extra because I'm bringing someone else in on this project, but it's going to get done more efficiently and quicker. They like that. So call my community of people. Hey, you know, e-commerce. Yeah, but I'm working on this project here. Okay, cool. Who do you know? I know this guy. Hey man, uh, Dominic heard you were good in e-commerce. Yeah, I am. Can you send me some examples of your work? And then can we meet? Sure. Send examples. I love his work. So I say, Hey, can you send me your pricing? He says, yeah. So he sends me his pricing. Um, his pricing is not bad, right? Uh, so I said, hey, can you send me a proposal for this work? I'm just going to take what you wrote and I'm going to put it into my main proposal for this client. And he said, sure. So that's what I did. Took his copy, put it in my proposal, added his face to the proposal along with mine, right? Here are the people who are going to be working on your project. Um, I put in, and then, and then under the pricing, here's what I did. I said, here's you know, design, development, here's that price, um, e-commerce setup, here's all this copy, blah, 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 here's this price, and that price was upticked 20%. Why? Because now I've assumed the role of project manager in this situation, right? I'm already managing the project, bringing people in, right? Finding the right person for this job, getting the right quotes, getting the right details. So I uptick it 20%. That's going to take a lot of stress out of my work, ain't it? So that's one way you can start, you know, kind of building a, a team of people around you. You know what I mean? Um, I hope that makes sense. I hope I didn't fly through that, right? I guess the takeaways are it's easy to ask other people what they would price something at and then say, can I just 
use your thing for my thing and just and you do it and then i'll just tack on 20 percent onto the top so you get paid what you want and i don't have to deal with it <laughs> and that person's gonna like you forever why because you didn't say this you didn't say how much do you charge and they said ten thousand he said look man can you uh, for this one can you do it for seven thousand because i gotta make something uh, you know i need to make something <laughs> Nobody likes that person. Hey, this is a client. They're, they're actually going to bring more business, man. If you could do it for half this time, probably next time they need the same exact thing. <laughs> They'll pay more. <laughs> you know, those guys, those people. <laughs> hey, you know, you do my website, I'll give you the product that the website sells for free. Oh, the $30 product? I'll give you one a month. For five years. No. So that's one way to... That, and actually, that's a way to work with people and figure out who actually works. Who's like-minded. You know what I mean? Can you walk that person in with you to a meeting? Or are they going to mess the meeting up? <laughs> or do you guys mesh well together? Do you bounce well off of each other? Can you go... And they go... Right? And the client's like, nice. That's how a meeting should go. Rabbit a tap a tap, rabbit a tap a tap, nice. Not rabbit a tap a tat, that's off. Timing's off. Right? Rabbit a tap, nice. That's how it goes. I worked with a few people who I thought were dope. I thought were like-minded say hey man I got this project they want to build out this you know this customer portal on the back end I don't want to do it can you do that absolutely cool give me a price all right send me a price finish my portion I say hey how long until you finish that two weeks okay awesome call the client hey it's gonna be two weeks on that okay cool just make sure you update me all right great call my guy back hey make sure you send an update I'm gonna cc everybody on this okay cool two weeks go by I assume, silly me, <laughs> silly me, I assume they're talking off of CC, right? They're talk, they're emailing each other back and forth. I get an email two and a half weeks later. Where the is the project? I said, oh, I thought you've, you haven't been talking to so-and-so. No, I haven't heard from him. Yikes. I hit him up. Hey, where are we at on this? Hey, I'm going to need another week. Hey, did you not communicate that? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Not like-minded. Didn't work together again. Lost the client. Straight up. Client said, we can't do this. Every time I emailed them, they never emailed back. I didn't know that. I said, send me every email you sent them. They sent me like eight. I said, you didn't get, didn't get a single response? Nope. <laughs> so moving forward, when I have opportunities to bring in someone, I didn't bring them in. Right? Why would I? That's crazy. But the people I did work with who killed it, videographers, you know, uh, designers, developers, I go to them every time. Hey, and they, and, and they work with me because I'm for sure going to do my part. You know what I mean? For the most part, I try to make sure they're not even client facing as much as possible. I want to play project manager. I want to make sure my 20% on top is worth something. You know, 
So that's one, you know, sharing your pricing, collaborating, right? Those are all parts of having a team around you, getting their costs, right? Now you can frame that into your proposal. Now you have an idea. If someone's like, hey, do you do this? You can say, yeah, we charge around this much. Here I said, we. Hey, do you do e-commerce? Yeah, we charge around this much. They're upcharging their cause. Nobody cares about that, right? If I said to you, hey, we, you know, Montgomery Group, we build sites for 20 grand. And then you came to me and you were like, hey, I got a website for you to build it. Here's 20 grand. I'd be like, awesome. And I don't care if you charge them 60. Don't care. Good for you. Good for you. Building your team. Part of your team now. Right? Another way to bring around, uh, to bring a team around you, right? Or to like start from the bottom. Now you're here is uh, just be active in the community, in the space that you're in, in the, in the vertical, the, the, the industry you're in, man. Mentor people. Try to mentor people. I've done that a lot. I mentor a lot of people, man, and it's so cool to mentor people because I talk to them like I'm talking to y'all. I talk to them like I'm talking to y'all. But also I, I kind of get to see like, oh, they are locked in. and They're never not going to be locked in. So as the years pass, I can throw things their way, you know, just keep them motivated, right? I, I feel like that's a form of mentoring, you know, give them, give them jobs, give them things they can make money on stuff. You know, Hey, I know you love photography. Listen, I just took 500 raw images. I know it's real easy to set like an easy edit on, on Lightroom, but I'd much rather you have you do it. You know, can I give them to you? Just shoot me an invoice. Let me know how much it's going to be. I'll pay up front. Stuff like that, right? That's a cool way to find a team of people that you can rely on. And you can rely on them because you mentored them. They listen to you. You like them. You've taught them something, you know? That's, I'm not saying you're grooming people to be a part of your team, but hey. You know, I like to think I'm helping people change this digital marketing world that I'm in. Because it's, it's filled with sharks and gnats and other animals <laughs> these people don't care man these people take your money and run tell you they're doing everything not doing a damn thing i've seen it i've seen it i've called people on it i've literally called other agency owners and said listen if i don't want to say but i've called them on the phone hey is this mike yeah who's this now you listen to me. <laughs> I know you call my my client because you lost their business, and you're you're talking about my agency, man. I just want to let you know I never down talked yours. They were ready to leave, and doing that puts a stain on our industry, man. Why are you doing that? Just do better. Do better work. Tell us one guy to do better. He hung up on me. Then I emailed him. I invited him to lunch. He didn't go. Anyways. And then when you get the team, right? Because you have that team that's that's like-minded, right? That thinks like you do. You don't have to be that motivational guy, man. Right? You don't have to be like, hey, group huddle. Or you don't have to be in Slack like, you know, Monday motivation. <laughs> Here's a quote from C.S. Lewis. Here's a quote from... Grant Cardone, everybody watch this 20-minute 
video on YouTube where um, David Goggins or whatever his name is tells you about how he had to run with a broken foot and how he overcame it. <laughs> you don't have to be that person because we're not instinctly, instinctively those people. We thought we were introverts, you know? So one step at a time. Building a team, okay, start there. Building a crew, cool. But because you're all same mind, you won't need that, right? You send somebody say, hey, where are we at on this? Boom, here's where we are. Cool. Boom, done. I love that, man. I love, <laughs> this, is, this sounds real simple, but I loved this moment the other day, right? We're building out this thing, this big, you know, thing for audience, right? And, man, I had meeting after meeting after meeting. And one of my meetings had, didn't have to do with audience rent, but it was just taking up my whole day. So I was able to go into one of my guys, my co-founder. I was like, yo, I don't have time to rewrite all this stuff that they, because one of the people were like, hey, can you rewrite it in this fashion and let us know X, Y, Z? And I said, hey, man, I, I can't do all that. Can you do it? He was like, yep. And then, boom, he sent it over. I was like, dang, that's dope. I didn't have to do that. Thank God. That sounds so simple, but one less thing on your plate, man, that someone who you know gets it, does for you, it's gold. It's gold, man. So yeah, don't shy away from working with people. You know, actually, like, try to attack it. Try to get to that point where you can work where you, or not even you building the team, but other people wanting you to be a part. A lot of times I've had people just selling my stuff. They'll call me, hey, I got you a new boom, boom, boom. I'm like, okay, what are you doing? Nothing. I just, you know, I know you're the guy. That person's on your team. You know what I mean? <sighs> okay. That's 30 minutes, I think. I hope that helps you guys out. I think it think it might help some people out. Um, I'm going to get ready and go to that place. I'm not not uh, excited about it. But, I, hey, two weeks is two weeks, right? Told myself I'd do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, anyways, I saw Apple finally put my uh, podcast up. I don't know what's happening there. But we're still a couple episodes a week. These little short bites that will hopefully help you out, right? Not too long. If you guys want longer format, let me know. Oh, uh, I do have in the archives, I was able to... Remember, I talked to you guys about the book, uh, The Win Without Pitching Manifesto uh, by Blair Enns. One of my, one of the greatest books you could ever read as an entrepreneur. Um, I was able to get on a call with him, and we talked for like an hour and a half. And I have all of that. So I'm thinking about putting little pieces out here and there. I don't want to put out put it out in long format. Um, but I have all that, so we might go into some things he said. He's a real cool guy, man. It's real cool talking to him. He had a scarf on the whole time. It's baller, bro. <laughs> oh, where I'm wearing a scarf on a Zoom is baller because the person looking at you knows it's not that cold, but you don't even care. Still wearing a scarf. So, anyways, I have that. Um, I've been thinking about dissecting it there's so much good stuff in there man um but yeah uh, let me know if that's something you want to hear um i would love to do longer format 
but I also want to keep hitting y'all with these weekly things. So I'm just trying to shift it up a little bit. We're back at it. Um, you guys have a great week. Keep on balling. Um, look for those people who can help you out and vice versa, all right? Don't shy away from that. Um, until the next one, I'll holler at y'all.